remember we were talking about watching in the Piglet Files, but I've looked at a few bits of the episodes, and, uh, and let me tell you, the, the appeal of their comedy has not dulled over the years. Not one bit. No. It, it wasn't like grinding your teeth against the blackboard. Not at all, no. And the canned laughter didn't at all seem inappropriate mm. or over the top um, or out of place. Especially in that scene in watching in the very first episode where someone in the audience is chuckling before anything humorous has happened. I think you could say that at any point you watched any of watching. <laughs> See, the main problem with watching was that its, its concept was weak. Uh, there's a boy meets girl, boy is a bird watcher with hilarious consequences. That that was it, wasn't it? That was all it was. Which she felt inadequate, is that right? I think it, she was like a rough girl from a bit of a rough family, and he was had a well-to-do mum. Um, I think that's it. Is that why aren't you laughing? Hmm. To tell you what, does jokes does, about the class system? They're not not really pertinent these days, are they? No, unless he's pointing at a hoodie in a room and just laughing at him. Yeah. Tell you what did make me laugh the other day when I watched a little bit of it. Sorry. <laughs> did you really watch? <laughs> I did watch about ten minutes of it. And yeah. you weren't sorry? I wasn't, no. But then again, I, anything that's got Ronnie Corbett in, it's generally, it's, I see it as a seal of approval, a stamp so, of quality. So that's sorry in the two Ronnies then? Yeah. And one episode of Extras. Which episode of Extras are you in? Uh, the one at the BAFTAs. Oh and yes, of course. Snorting coke in the toilet. Yeah, yeah Ronnie Corbett, and of course um, the ill-fated golf version of Big Break called Full Swing. Oh yeah, him yeah. and Jimmy Tarbuck hosted it. That didn't work, did it? No, Full Swing. Full Swing. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not Full Swing, but Full Swing. Similar. Yeah, but different. How how they expected it to work in a TV studio when they're playing golf, I don't know. I think they had one of them very early golf simulators. What, a Philips CDI? No, no. <laughs> or a uh, Panasonic 3DO. No, not one of them, but... Um, Blast from the past. Yeah. What's your favourite generation of consoles? I would have to say possibly the Mega Drive, the 16-bit era or the last generation sort of PS2 GameCube so far. Okay. It'd be a tie. But it's impossible. Every generation throws up its own plus points and atrocious games and each one's a new a new partner to love and caress. What's your current favourite? My current console game or or what? Or my favourite console at the moment is probably have to be my Wii. Um my favourite game at the moment, ironically, would have to be GTA 4, which is on the 360. What's your favourite Wii? My favourite Wii is that one that smells like sugar puffs. My favourite one is the one where you've had asparagus. <laughs> like bright green. Within ten minutes it smells musty, It's weird, isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah. There must be something in it. Yeah. Some sort of chemical that um, goes through your water system. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, when there's one that smells of lamb, everyone wants to smell lamb fat. No, oh, yeah. What's that? What makes I, that? Probably when you've had like a dodgy kebab or something. Oh right, it's been years. That generally takeaways now. Uh, if I feel like 
a takeaway after a night out is usually pizza. Right, okay, so you don't really go for the kebabs? Nah. I have kebabs when I'm sober. Do you? Yeah. Well, good ones. Oh, yeah, I think they're good, yeah, but I like kebabs. But not coated in chilli sauce so Chilli sauce, mint sauce and uh, lettuce. Don't want any of that. Onions are out. Don't want too much on it. You know, I've got to watch my figure. <laughs> <laughs> so is it time we came up with another adventure to do? I think so. Well, we've, we've discussed it over the past couple of months, I suppose, and bandied ideas about, but nothing definitive has really been thrown up, has it? No. I enjoyed our walk around the city walls in the summer. Hmm. I enjoyed the epic that was your vision, but we need a new focus. I challenge you to an episode of Full Swing. That, yeah, we could, like, I'd, at the minute, it's just a title. I don't know how it works. Podcast Golf. <laughs> Titles are all you need, and then you work it out you work later. work it out afterwards. But yeah. that's something we could, Podcast Golf, I don't know how it's going to pan out. I think we'll probably have different rounds. With pause for each subject. Yeah. Oh, this could get interesting. It's fleshing out. I don't know what I mean by that, but... We could have a competition. Yeah. You remember when we did the drinking game? I do. Well... It was fun. Yeah. Maybe it's high time we did something similar. Quite possibly. Or like a board game. That's not... That's a bit visual. I don't mean, not just playing it, but come up with a, a board game we could implement into it. Suggestions, answers on a postcard. Yeah, please do. Send or, them in to um, MySpace. Oh, yeah, alternatively answers to Answers on an e-card. Yeah, please, to MySpace via a comment or message. Mm-hmm. That'll do me. Yeah, that's all I need. And all, of course, all I yeah, need. That I breathe. Yeah, yeah. And to love you. Yeah, yeah. But mainly the air. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, if I'm perfectly honest, it's mainly the air that I care about. Nutrition and water. Heat would have to be not the man, not showbiz gossip. It's the pyramid of human needs. You know, then you get into the arena of sh- shelter and warmth before then, above that. It's Maslow's hierarchy of needs, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Explain. <laughs> the bottom rung you've got Water, food, nutrition. Above that, you've got shelter uh, and clothing and warmth and all that kind of stuff. Above that, you've got human interaction, uh, social experiences, friends, family. Above that, you've got love. And above that, you've got self-actualization. What is self-actualization? When you believe you're God like David Icke, I think. <laughs> Oh, right, okay. And who's Maslow? The man who created this hierarchy of needs. Did he also create the capital of Norway? No. (laughs) And did he also create a toy company that made Transformers? (laughs) No. (laughs) Is there a G.I. Joe film coming out? Yes, there is. When's that? Uh, Late this year. (laughs) It's my my default answer for anything. We've got to hope it's not already come out. Hang on. Are we going for a real-time G.I. Joe investigation? Yeah, it's out next year, I think. Next year? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to revise my default answers for uh, when a film's out now. Why? My default answer is always later this year. I suppose it's getting on towards the end of the year. So it's going to be early next year. I was never into next year. G.I. Joe. And I have what a was, va- he, was he called Action Man over here? Oh, was that a- Action Force? 
No, Action Man. We had Action Man. Yeah. But that was different to G.I. Joe. No, I'm sure Action Man was what he called G.I. Joe over here. What? No, because we had G.I. Joe over here. No, we didn't. <laughs> we did No, not not in the early years. Well, they, they, I remember the slogan from the advert. He went, G.I. Joe, the action boss. Is that not when it was sort of relaunched, though? Are you thinking of the 70s, actually? I'm man? thinking of, like, originally when G.I. Joe was first out. Oh, right. I think Action Man in Britain was what G.I. Joe was over there. Okay. Because we didn't have G.I.s. Ledger it, ledger it. Where's your pen? Is that your ledger? Yeah. Where's your pen? In my pocket. It's my pocket just there. There? Where's that your cash? It's not actually it's keys. Uh. Much to my uh, disappointment. G.I. Joe. Who'd win in a fight between G.I. Joe and Action Man? I or would it be a bit like that bit in Superman 3 where he's fighting himself? I think they should do another Superman film and they should write into the script that scene because the Superman Returns was like Superman 3 and 4 had never existed, wasn't it? It's like it wiped out that part of the timeline because it was set after Superman 2. Lois Lane isn't in Superman 3, is she? No, maybe not. So who does he actually go out with then properly? Is it Lois or Lana? Because in Smallville it's Lana, isn't it? Yeah. Is it that Lana is Lois's niece? No, I think the same age, aren't they? A cousin? In Smallville now, isn't there a Supergirl? Possibly. Supergirl, that was a film. <laughs> well, yes, it was. But uh, that was a film. <laughs> it has had... Um, Peter O'Toole. Pe- Peter O'Toole. I haven't seen that film for eight, for like since I was a kid. I'm going to have to watch it again now. Yeah. Supergirl. Because she was supposed to... Is she a relative of Superman? Cousin. Cousin, yeah, like Shira. Shira is He-Man's lover. It's his sister. It's his sister. Not cousin. No, it's his sister. They were separated at birth when Hordak and Skeletor used to work together. They kidnapped a baby, and Hordak kidnapped Shira and took her back to his world. When I was a kid, I'm sure I made my He-Man hump a girl at school, Shira, bigger. <laughs> Sick man. <laughs> and we, mind you, kids at the time they couldn't have known, could they? All the signs were there. Well, I didn't know. No, I didn't funny. watch Shira. We <laughs> thought that's a babe. <laughs> Shira, a babe. Um, yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Would you? <laughs> yeah. She's two D. You find a way. Love finds a way. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Life finds a way. Jeff Goldblum says. Was it? Yeah. Where? In Jurassic Park. Oh. Life finds a way, Brundlefly. He also then says in The Lost World, my my, these T-Rexes are clever when they manage to get out of a locked tanker, kill everyone, and then lock the tanker up again. (laughs) In The Lost World, where they're they're transporting the T-Rex on the boat and it crashes into the harbour, and when they go and investigate, everyone's dead. The T-Rex has disappeared, but the doors are closed. It's conscientious. It shuts the door after the itself. The Tyrannosaur, while it also wants to kill people, it's also got an eye for drama. It didn't want to let a draft in, did it? No. It's quite happy to let a corpse in. Yeah, the Lost World, it tarnished, I think, the greatness of Jurassic Park. Have you seen Jurassic Park 3? I have. 
Did that tarnish really, it even further? Pretty much, yeah. You can you may as well forget them though, aren't you? What forget they exist? Just forget they exist. Yeah. They're all just reruns of the first one, but not as good. Strangely though, Lost World was a book before it was a film, wasn't it? Michael Crichton wrote that as well. I think Jurassic Park he wrote first, then they made Jurassic Park. Then he wrote The Lost World as the sequel to Jurassic Park with the film in mind. Ah. But there's bits in the film of The Lost World that are actually from the book of Jurassic Park. Oh, muddled. Yeah. Spielberg not at his finest there. No, he wasn't on top form. No. Not the top form he was on with um, The Terminal. (laughs) I've not actually seen it, so it's speculative. They built an entire terminal, didn't they, to make that film? Really? Yeah. I suppose it might have been cheaper than shutting down a real airport. Yeah. Especially the size airport they wanted to shut down. Yeah. So why didn't they think about that? The planners at Heathrow could have built Terminal 5 with help funding from Steven Spielberg. And then it might not have gone all wrong on the day it opened. Yeah. So G.I. Joe then, you never watched that. You never had any. No, I'm not particularly interested in it. In fact, I'd say I'm about as interested in watching it as I am in watching G.I. Jane. That's Demi Moore, isn't it? Yeah. With a bald head. Yep, that's the one. No, Following in Sigourney Weaver's illustrious footsteps there. No point. No. I'm sure when they revamped Action Man in the mid-90s... Yeah. ...that they used one of the gladiators from the TV show The Gladiators as the personification of Action Man in a straight-to-video programme. One of the American or British gladiators? British. Really? Yeah. Not Wolf? Not Wolf. Um, Not Nightshade? No. Shadow? Nightshade was a woman. Was it? I think. It was Shadow. Shadow was the one that was disgraced because he was taking drugs, wasn't he? No. Yeah. It's a terrible example to the other gladiators. Have you watched any of the new Gladiators? No. No, I've seen a little bit of it. I, I've just noticed there's no there's no jet equivalent, which was the main reason to tune in. When they were doing the whole run-up to launching the new Gladiators on Sky, they had loads of sort of talking heads type programmes about why people loved the Gladiators. And there was loads of blokes saying, yeah, the women were fit. And I watched an episode of it. The women weren't fit. They were muscle-bound and very unattractive for the most part. The only one that was attractive was Jet. Jet wins. Jet. Jet. <laughs> Alan Partridge had a picture on his bedside, didn't he? Yeah, just next to the one that I've got also of Roger Moore. <laughs> you know that photo he's got? It's like the one of Roger Moore where he's got the green jacket on. Yeah. I've got that exact same photo, but in a postcard that someone gave me when I was at sixth form. That must be probably what it was then. Yeah. Friend. Um, it just reminds me of that... Um, that Simpsons, where Bart goes into the comic book store and there's a photo of Sean Connery signed by Roger Moore. <laughs> Brilliant. Poor Roger Moore. Oh, the only bit of film he's done in recent years was, was a gay man in Boat Trip. Wasn't he also in Rat Race? Well, he might have been. Have I just mixed that up with Cannonball Run? I think you have. He was, he was a sort of an ex- Royal Navy officer now CAD in Jean-Claude Van Damme's directorial debut, The Quest. <laughs> Rat Race, that was a film where Rowan Atkinson played a Mr. Bean-esque character. Do you who, think? Who'd have thought? Italian. 
Who would have thought it? I know. It's almost like he's stereotyped as that character now. Typecast. Rowan Atkinson, get a new character. Are you still eagerly awaiting the Johnny English sequel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think they'll be managed to get Natalie and Brugligog in? No. She's probably a bit too old now, isn't she? She's... She'll do what she, whatever she can, I think. What is she doing now? Just flogging Nivea and stuff. Yeah, I think so. Avon. Yeah. <laughs> and by that, I mean door-to-door, not on the adverts. <laughs> <laughs> what happens to them? What happened to Craig McLaughlin? He went into Greece yeah. as Kanicki. Oh, I don't know. Or one of the characters. Was he in it at the same time that Matt Luke Goss was? Matt Luke Goss? Matt <laughs> <laughs> no, not Matt Lucas. Matt or Luke Goss. Because they're interchangeable. I don't know which is which. Brothers. Yeah. No. I think he was in it about the same time, wasn't he? With Sonia. What was it? Well, there was Shane Ritchie and Samantha Janis. Yeah. Craig McLaughlin and... Sonia. Sonia. Or was it that Craig McLaughlin was Kanicki when Shane Ritchie was Danny and then when Shane Ritchie left... Craig McLaughlin was upgraded. I don't know. He was in Bugs. Do you remember Bugs? Was that that thing about computer terrorism and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Before anyone at the BBC really knew about computers. Yeah. They sort of just writ it, wrote it. Writ it. It was it was in the slot that Doctor Who's got nowadays. Right. And there was the guy from... There was Craig McLaughlin originally... A woman from The Bill and a guy from... Oh, what was that soap opera set in Spain? El Dorado. El Dorado. I know which one you mean now. Yeah. He looked a bit like a chunky Tony Hadley. Yeah, that guy. There's those three and they ran a sort of a anti-terrorism organisation. Right. Uh, and science fiction things happened. Hmm. Well, I remember, I remember an episode where Craig McLaughlin went up into space as an astronaut and they had like this stock footage of a space shuttle landing and you're like, it's not, it's not been filmed on the same camera, it looked wrong. <laughs> That's marginally less believable than Homer Simpson going into space. Yeah. Then in the last series, they had Stephen Hooten as... Stephen Hooten? <laughs> he was in London's Burning. I don't, I never watched an episode. And then he released... A cover version of Wind Beneath My Wings, I think. <laughs> <laughs> One for the ladies. Get it on the ledger. Stephen Hooten. I'm sure that's what he was called. Stephen Hooten, Annie. In the, in, the way, in the way that they brought back Doctor Who, do you think they could bring back bugs? I don't think so. I really don't think so. I don't know. 